This is the Elevators Podcast. We discuss all things elevating your life, work, and relationships as you are building your business and yourself. Here is your host, yours truly, Dylan Buck. What's up, and welcome back to the Elevators Podcast. Uh, This week, we've got Amber Winfrey, and Amber is someone who is impossible to ignore. She's bold, she's passionate, she's honest. She is a total powerhouse in every arena, in our career and outside of our career. I have all the respect in the world for this woman. Love her to death. Uh, I have heard Amber talk through this brick wall concept a few different times in the past, and this is by far the best I've ever heard it done, which only makes sense. She's someone that never stops improving. She never stops growing. Uh, That is not a point of complacency in her life at all, which I respect and admire deeply. Uh, But the brick wall is something that we all go through repeatedly throughout the course of our lives and throughout the course of our career. And therefore, this is an episode to listen to repeatedly as well. Amber and I were both in tears for a second at the end of this conversation, Uh, this episode will probably do a combination of lifting you up while calling you out. And if you can look in the mirror and be honest with yourself through all the things that are difficult to hear and tough to confront in this episode, they will all help you move forward. So ladies and gentlemen, buckle up, get ready, open up your mind and your heart because your mind and your heart are like a parachute. They only work when they're open. Let's dive in. Yeah, so the brick wall training is something that was introduced to me many, many years ago, uh, early in my previous career, and it was just one of those every once in a while you hear something and you learn something and it just hits you in a way that completely blows open anything you thought previously about how the career worked, how your life worked, how your relationships worked, and this was just a training that at that point in my career I really needed, and it really I credit a lot with helping me move on to the next level and ultimately become the um, leader and the professional that I am today. Um, And so when I heard this training, I just happened to be in a point in my life and in my business where um, all of my, you can call them file folders in your brain, right? (laughs) The file folders in my brain that really needed to retain this were open. Mm -hmm. And so I encourage people right now, like if you're listening to this training and you're in the place that I was, um, I'm so thankful that you're going to have the opportunity to learn the way that I did. But um, if Quick it's- Quick question for you, I guess, what, how would you describe where you were? Um, yeah, that's a really good question. So I had, at the point I'd heard this training, I had just hit a huge promotion within my business. It was a promotion that, um, you know, within all um, team development positions, there seems to always be that the biggest jump between two levels, right? Right. In our business, I think I'd call that the market director jump. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's the hardest role, in my opinion, to really maintain and achieve. And I had just hit a similar promotion and uh, I was very, very excited. <laughs> it had been something I'd worked for. It was a goal. Uh, my team was just crushing it. We were on fire. And simultaneously, what was going on with my team, the company I was a part of was in turmoil. And so as much excitement as I had, I had a lot of fear yeah. and, um, and I knew there were things that I could control about my fear 
And I knew there were things that I could do personally, but I didn't know what those things looked like. And I didn't know quite how I was going to get to the level that I was now focused on next. And so when I heard this training, it was like, oh my gosh, there, there are so many things that we can control in our business, regardless of what's going on around us. Right. right? And it just allowed me to kind of refocus and realign and celebrate the fact that I was in new territory. Like I had made it to this great new land where I knew nothing and it was really scary. But what I really needed to realize was that's to be celebrated and that's exciting. And if you're in a place to learn and grow again, you're just going to come out even better and stronger. And so that's what was so fun about this training. And then as I started applying it to my marriage and parenthood and my relationship with God and just all these other things, I'm like, wow, there are patterns in everything you do. And if you can learn those patterns and you can be excited rather than scared, it makes this journey really fun. Yeah. And part of that's just recognizing that you are in a brick wall. Recognizing it and owning it and knowing that it's going to happen. And and that's, that's where I was. And that's what was so exciting about this training. So like I said, my file folders were open and I was in a place to just take this information and run. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about the training Mm. um, and why I think I, I really dove into it so deeply. And so, you know, when, when I, talk to people about this. I always just say, grab a piece of paper. So if you're listening right now, grab a piece of paper, open up the notes section on your phone. And the first three questions, I always just tell people to think about and jot down and do it on impulse. Don't overthink, right? Um, But the first question is just, how did you feel when you started with Family Heritage? How did you feel about the business and the opportunity that was in front of you? And, you know, take, take 30 seconds and jot down the answer. And then it goes into how are you feeling about your business right now? Where are you sitting today in your feelings? And the last question is, what do you want your legacy here to look like? What do you want this business to mean to you and your team and your family in 10, 15, 20 years, right? Yeah. And what's funny about these questions and the the answers they prompt is that um, most people are really excited when they start, right? Right. We call it the honeymoon phase. Um, It's normal. It's, there's this incredible opportunity with all this freedom and flexibility. The income is second to none. Um, And we're joining a team and an agency and a company that's just incredible, right? And so there's a lot of excitement that goes along with a new start. Um, And and that's where a lot of people feel when they begin this. But the reality of it is that feeling doesn't last forever, right? And the truth is you probably know people in this business that aren't going to be here in six months, right? right. They're not going to be here um, in a year and because that excited feeling doesn't last forever, yeah. right? And ultimately, if you're listening right now and your answer to question number two is I'm feeling anxious, I'm scared. I don't know. Um, I have a little bit of worry. Um, I'm struggling. My business is struggling. I can't seem to figure out this team building thing. I recruiting isn't as easy as I thought it would be. Gosh, Amber, I can't keep getting my heart broken from team building. Right. Um, I selling is selling's hard. I'm not going to figure yes, the rejection is getting really hard to handle. Right. right? I, I came out and I had a great first start and now I mean, I, everybody's telling me no, or I can't seem to get past, you know, certain barriers. And that's ultimately where people end up, right? And the crazy thing is I tell people right now, if you're listening and that's you right now, you're feeling stuck, you're feeling unsure of where to go. Um, 
I want you to celebrate that. Yeah, get excited. Yeah. You know, if I'm sitting down with somebody and I'm like, high five, like, let's hug it out. This is awesome. (laughs) Like, congratulations. And I think people don't realize that that is actually where the real fun begins is, is congratulations. Cause now you know (laughs) that you're up against something and real, real success comes from overcoming that adversity. Right. Um, and called growing pains for a reason. Growing pains. Always feel good. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Anything you have that's worth having came with some kind of struggle or some kind of success. right? Right. And so, um, celebrate it. If you're listening right now and you're like, Oh my gosh, I, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Celebrate it. And I did this, this training in a room of like a hundred people. And I said, stand up. If you put down stuck or anxious or scared or unsure or struggling or anything that makes you feel un, un, uneasy. Right. And I bet half the room stood up, Yeah, you know, half the room will stand up if you're <clears throat> truly being honest. And I'm like, okay, give the guy next to you a high five. Like you guys, this is a big deal. Congratulations. Yeah. And because as I stated, the reality is people who stood up in that room and even some of them who didn't won't be here, right? In six months or a year. Um, not everybody is made for this career. We see that all the time. Sales is a hard business to be in. It is, truthfully. Yeah. Um, and when you add a team component, it's even harder. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, but the cool part is, is that there's a predictable journey that comes with anything you do in life. And if you understand that predictable journey and you understand what's around the next corner, you can be here. You can make this career work. If you understand that your frustration has purpose and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not cut out for it, but instead that you're cut out for something big, um, then the whole paradigm shifts and people quit because they're not willing to ask for help. They're not willing to reach out. They're not willing to level up or invest in themselves. And that's okay. Yeah. Right. That's okay. Not everybody is willing to level up in this area. And everybody is going to go through a brick wall at some point. Yes. Some people work through it and some people don't. That's correct because this career actually never gets any easier. Right. Right. That's what I, it's never going to get easier. We just get better. (laughs) Absolutely. Dylan, People just get better. We become more equipped. We become stronger. We become smarter. We learn to work through obstacles. And that's where the real beauty starts to take shape. And so I tell people, you know, when you come into this career, you're in startup, you're excited. This is an exciting time. We call it the honeymoon phase, Mm -hmm. right? It's the, if you think of any new relationship you've had, it's those first few dates where you're like seeing stars and little (laughs) birds are flying over your head, right? Like it's, I love this person. I can't imagine. They're perfect, right? They're perfect. Um, This career is perfect. You're giddy, you're sharing it, you're telling your friends about it. Um, I call it unconsciously incompetent. You don't know what you don't know. And it's actually a beautiful place to be, right? We just kind of had this conversation on our walk, right? Ignorance (laughs) is bliss bliss sometimes. (laughs) It really is. Um, And then all of a sudden what happens is you start to kind of, things make you frantic. Something happens. And, you know, for some people, it's as easy as getting their first few no's. Their, Their first day, they didn't make a sale, right? Right. Or maybe they get to sales school and their script wasn't totally memorized and they're realizing like, I'm already feeling behind, right? For some people, it takes months before they start feeling frantic, right? If you've been here six, seven, eight months and you're still feeling giddy and excited, 
that is so incredibly awesome. And you're so blessed. You probably have a background or some natural skills and abilities that are helping you, right? But just know that it won't last forever. And that's what people have to realize. Because all of a sudden you start feeling like a chicken with your head cut off at some point. Things get harder and more things get on your plate. Rejection kicks in and you're going, can I really do this? Is this, is this where I'm supposed to be, right? Is this what I'm supposed to do? Right. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. Um, and we start to feel what we call anxious, right? Something happens that makes you realize you are not totally equipped to do what you're doing. And at this point, you become consciously incompetent. And now you know what you don't know. And this is where a lot of people choose to walk away. It is, naturally. This is where um, team members stop communicating with their leaders, right? All of a sudden, they start falling off. Like, I called him twice, and he's not answering, right? He's in a brick wall. He doesn't know it. He's feeling inadequate, though, because we know when people are excited, they want to talk to everybody, right? Right. Oh, Dylan, I just made two sales today. I can't wait to call you and tell you about it, right? Right. People don't get that excited when they hear no 25 times. Yeah. Uh, people don't get that excited when they choose not to go to work. Right. Right. They want to hide when they're not working. Um, and really, it's just because they're starting to realize how much they have to learn and how much they have to grow. And it's scary. And, you know, this is what we call the brick wall. Yeah. This is what we call the brick wall. And, you know, I always tell people breakthroughs are carefully managed breakdowns. Breakthroughs are carefully managed breakdowns. Everybody is going to go through a breakdown in every area of their life, whether it's your relationship with God, whether it's your marriage, whether it's parenting, whether it's your career, right? There's always going to be breakdowns, but we can turn those into breakthroughs. And that's what's so amazing about just even being human and having the skill set and the people that are surrounding you that can help you elevate yourself, right? It's a shameless plug, by the way. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so the, the brick wall ultimately is where you get to make the choice. You get to make the decision. Are you going to skill up? Are you going to invest or are you going to walk away? Right. And what I always tell people, what's so cool about this decision and this place in your life is there's no wrong answer here, right? God gives us instincts. God gives us gut feelings for a reason. And so there are people who just aren't meant to be here and that's okay. And walking away is okay. But a lot of people belong here and this career could change their life generationally. Right. Amen. Yeah. And if you're willing to scale up and you're willing to invest and you're willing to just pour in, it's worth it. And that's what I want people to know. It's so worth it. If you're willing to do the hard work. Um, and so you know, I always tell people like, this is the investment wall, the brick wall. And, and I say, you know, Dylan, where does wealth come from? How do people grow wealth? Investments, mm-hmm. smart investments. Right. And that's all this is. Yeah. It's a mental investment. Sure. Um, that's the investment you can make every single time as an investment in yourself. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. It will pay you back in dividends you can't even fathom right? Especially in our business, especially in our business. I mean, there, there's no career out there that will pay you what we're, what we're earning, not only today, but 10, 15, 20, 40, 50 years from now, there's nothing else like it. And, and that's where the investment 
really pays you back, right? The ROI there is second to none. (laughs) Not bad. (laughs) Not bad. And so this is why it's such a good place to be and why we want to celebrate it. Because if you choose to step into this wall, if you surrender the need for repetition, right? And you choose to be consciously competent, that's where things start to take shape. And that's where little tiny growths start to happen. And what's great about the brick wall is you need to spend as much time here as possible. So many people enter that brick wall and they're like, okay, I just got to get through this as fast as I can. And the truth is, if you're building your foundation, I mean, if you're building an empire state building, you want the strongest foundation (laughs) you could possibly have, right? You do not want to blow through that part of the job. (laughs) Okay. And so that's what we're thinking. We're building our empire state building, sit there, spend some time there, grow, learn, cry, fight, bleed, and come out so much stronger because this is the best foundation you'll ever build for yourself. So it's really just choosing to get really freaking uncomfortable and spend some time with yourself and develop the habits, the skills, and the attitude that you need to make a difference. And for the Lord have mercy, quit taking unplanned time off and commit to a schedule because that's where things are going to start to unfold for you. And, and this is where your leaders and your mentors, like we're surrounded by some of the most intelligent, capable, brilliant men and women I have ever been in business with. And let me tell you, I've worked with some brilliant women in my life and some strong women and men. And this industry that we're a part of, this business um, is the best of the best. So take advantage of the people that are around you, reach out and say, hey, I'm in a brick wall. I'm ready. Okay. Because nobody can do this alone. Right. Nor should you have to. Right. I mean, we're a team, right? (laughs) Nobody needs to do this alone. Um, Because what we need here is accountability, mentorship, direction, emotional support, right? We need all of those things that the people here are qualified and willing to give us. Our leaders are ready for this and they want to support and we want to hold you accountable, you know? Um, but we can't do the pushups for you. Right. Right. I mean, that's, that's the hardest part is we can give you the tools. We can coach you. We can hold you accountable. We can wipe your tears and pat you on the back. Right. But we can't do the pushups for you. And so, you know, coming Ultimately, coming out of that brick wall looks different for everybody. It really does. There's a, Depending on where you're at in your business and how long you've been here and what your struggles are, they look different for everybody. But for a lot of people, it just comes with going back to the basics, right? We always say it works so well, I stopped doing it, yeah. right? When was the last time you recorded your sales talk and listened back? You'd be shocked at the things you're saying that you don't even know you're saying, <laughs> right? I've been here three and a half years. I have incredible closing rate. Um, I'm, I believe that I'm very good at what I do. And I will once in a while listen back to my sales talk and be like, huh, where'd that come, Amber? Where, where'd you pick up that line? You know? <laughs> okay, let's, let's drop that next time. You know, yeah. um, So study your sales talk. Listen to yourself. Know what you're saying, right? Um, get behind somebody that you look up to that's better than you. Watch them for a day. Go with them for two goal periods. And just watch what they do. And for heaven's sake, keep quiet and take frivolous notes, right? Record them and study it because there are people, there are always people in this business who are better than we are. And that's how you continue to learn and grow, right? Um, Websites, FHL Connect, you know, Transparent has an incredible website full of tools and resources. Other agencies do, I'm sure as well. 
the podcast, you know, Dylan, thank you for taking so much of your time and energy and, and effort in this business to give us these great tools and resources that if people really take advantage of and listen to in a place of learning to hear, right. Um, and learning to retain, they're so beneficial. Um, setting schedules. Some people just don't have a consistent schedule. If you look at your stats at the end of the day and one day you start at nine and one day you start at eight and the next day you get to the field at 1030 and your start and stop times are inconsistent. I'll bet you my residuals, your demos and your results are inconsistent too. (laughs) You know, I mean, it just, you don't get to have a floppy flimsy schedule and get consistent results. They just don't match. And so for some people, it's just as simple as going back to the basics and using the resources around them, right? Um, and, and taking advantage of what we have. You know, um, David Chessmore, one of, you know, our dear friends and, and leaders, and he went from a sales professional to a regional director in nine months after being here four years, okay. Right. Right. And, and, you know, he started where we started and he'll be the first one to tell you for the first few years in his career, he made excuses. He was inconsistent. Right. And what did he do? He got on the phone, didn't he? You were one of the people he called. So was I, he started reaching out to people who were doing the job, right? He started listening to the things that his leaders had been telling him for years. And all of a sudden he just made that shift. He made the decision to do the job the right way. Mm -hmm. And six months later, his career and his life was transformed. For sure. And that's sometimes all it takes. Absolutely. But you have to want to do it. Yeah. You have to be ready. To want to do it, and then you got to go actually do it. And he, he did a great job of that. And that's what's so beautiful about his story is yeah. he just made the decision. And once people make a decision to invest in themselves, get out of their way. Look out. Yeah. Because it's fun. And it it's is. even more fun to sit back and watch those people succeed because we all know that that talent and that ability is there. Yeah, and the joy that he gets just from actually being able to help other people yes. and yes. build other people to help them sell and achieve the kind of success that he's actually achieved. Yes. And he's really good at it. Really good at it. Yeah. And and it's amazing. And and for some people who've been around longer, it, it looks like business coaching. Yeah. You know, I mean, there was a point in my career where I was investing financially in myself through a business coach because I knew there were areas that I had maximized what I could get. Right. This career, I I don't feel that way anymore. I feel like I'm surrounded by some of the most brilliant people out there. I don't see that as a need right now. Um, But reach out to your leader, reach out to your AO and say, hey, I'm in a brick wall. I've been around for three years. You know, people who can sell and you're doing the job the right way and you've got a consistent schedule and you've got great habit, skills and attitudes and self-talk. We should talk about self-talk because that's huge. What you tell yourself is what you believe and what you become, right? So if you're talking to yourself and telling yourself you suck and you can't do it, you're probably right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so change the way you talk to yourself. But if you're doing all those early things right, if you're doing your basics right, reach out to your RD, reach out to your AO and say, hey, I got my basics down. I'm ready to go to the next level. Because that's what we're here for. We want to help you level up, set some goals, um, put your goals out in front of you yeah. where you can see them. Um, your car, stick them on the car, share them with your leader, mm-hmm. right? Share them with people, share them with your spouse, share them with your friends. Um, ask for that accountability and realize that everything you do is your choice. And at the very least, you get to choose how you respond. And that's what that's what makes that's what makes kind of going through this a lot of fun is recognizing that everything that you can control you can control yeah. you just have to choose for it and 
everybody is doing the best they can with the tools they have in the moment they're in, mm-hmm. right? People don't give themselves or other people enough grace. Um, you have to give yourself grace. You're yeah. doing the best you can in that moment with the tools you have. So if you want to do better, guess what? You need more tools. Give yourself some grace. Take some time to build that tool chest up, right? And then hold yourself accountable to using them because right, it's not what you know. It's what you use of what you know that makes a difference. There's a lot of really educated people out there who aren't doing squat, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and so that's, that's ultimately what the brick wall looks like. You know, it's, it's just the time where you take to give yourself some skill ups, some investments, um, to know that you're struggling, to know that you're capable of more and, and then make that conscious decision to move through it. Because what happens is eventually things get easier, right? Like I said before, we actually, this job doesn't get easier. We just get better, which makes things feel Feel easier. easier, Right. Yes. Yes. Um, I equate this in life to like the second kid, right? The (laughs) first kid is the one where it's like, oh my gosh, they're crying. Oh my gosh. What's this rash? Like, what do we do? What do we do? Right. And then the second kid, it's like, oh, the pacifier fell on the floor here, pick it up and put it in their mouth. Right. (laughs) Um, it, it just gets easier. You've, you've been down that road before you kind of know what to expect. Right. And, and life gets, life gets a little simpler that way. And so we call this the comfortable, the calm stage. Um, you're going to feel your confidence rising. Okay. You're going to be able to talk and act with more confidence. You're going to seem more relaxed. Um, you're going to find things. I, f- I laugh because I remember back to when all of a sudden things were just really clicking and moving and grooving for me. And, and I would laugh because things would just come out of my mouth and people would be like, whoa, that was really good. Say it again. And I'm like, what did I say? Yeah. Right. That it's just, it becomes who you are and things just fall out of your mouth and become simpler. You find yourself being able to have more intelligent conversations and answer questions better. And you do it with a level of confidence that makes you, people just believe it. Right. right. People just get it and they know, you know what you're doing. They trust you because right. you've, you've put in the work clearly and it oozes out of you. And, and we call those relaxed good times. Yeah. You're things speaking are, your truths and it's evident that it is true. Evident, And it's evident. Yeah. And people just know when Dylan Buck talks about something that he is practicing it. And that's where leadership really starts, right? People want to follow a leader who's practicing what they preach. They don't want to follow somebody who is just winging it and making crap up off the cuff, right? right? And it's evident when these people talk with the confidence and the knowledge they have that they are living their truth. And that's why people follow you. And so anybody who's coming into this business, wanting to transition into leadership, just know that's the first thing to do is just learn this stuff so you can practice what you preach. Cause that's your team will do half of what you do yeah. <laughs> right in right. any given scenario. So get to a point where you're practicing constantly. And that's where this business just gets really fun. And we move into these relaxed, good times. Life is good. Things are clicking. You feel really good about your career. You feel really good about yourself. Things are never perfect, right? But they work. And when you do feel yourself getting frustrated or stuck, you've already got the tools to move through it. And, and most of the time you can push yourself through it, right? You, your need for coaching in these situations becomes less because it's kind of a been there, done that. I know what I need to do, yeah. right? All right, I need to take a deep breath. All right, I need to change my self-talk. I probably should go back to the basics again, right? Ugh, I got to jump behind Dylan this week. I need to see somebody do the job the right way. 
Yep, we know what we need to do. Right. And you're growing, your business is growing, there's growth, and it's fun. And then we hit this part called payback. <laughs> and, and payback is the, it's why we do it. It's that moment where everything we have worked for, all of the frustration, all of the tears, all of the swear words, all of the anxiety, all of the blood, more to hopefully just metaphorical blood, <laughs> but you know, all of that is worth it. And what's fun about payback is this is the stuff that makes grown men cry, right? Justin's probably going to, you know, kick me for this one, but I remember doing this training at a transparent days and we ran through Justin's story, right? And we get to the point where he reaches payback and he tears up and he gets choked up and he needs to stop and take breaths because his payback actually came on a date night with Cammy, where he said, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? If you could do anything, what do you want to do? And she looked at him and she said, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm staying home. I'm raising our kids. I'm running our home. And that's what she wants to do. And that's what payback looks like. Payback is very seldom money. It's more about just achieving your families and your personal goals in a level that everything around you is just easy and happy and it moves you to tears. And the fun thing about payback is most people, they hit it and they just know it, right? Payback in relationships can be a wedding, right? Or, or finding out you're pregnant, right? Or making it through a major milestone um, because life doesn't always have to be hard. Yeah. And we need to relish in those moments where it's like, this is why. This is why I sacrifice and get up at 4 a.m. This is why I put in those 50 and 60 hour weeks in the beginning of my career, right? Um, this summer, I went part-time with my family. My daughter is going to be, my daughter's a junior, um, going to be a senior. And um, I do this career for my family, right? For our lifestyle. But deep, deep down, I do this career for my daughter because I want her to see that women can be good moms and good wives and damn good business owners. And they can do it all. And I want her to see that because I don't ever want her to feel limited or like she has to choose in what she can do. And this year she's a junior, just got her driver's license and she's damn near perfect in my eyes at this moment. And most of you out there with teenagers know that relationship sometimes is so volatile, right? <laughs> One minute they love you and the next minute they hate you. And Mike and I are really blessed right now in the fact that she loves us. <laughs> she <laughs> wants to hang out with us and she wants to be part of what we're doing. And I was blessed enough to retire my husband two and a half years ago. And, and so this cool. summer we looked at each other and we said, I'm going to go part-time. We're going to just travel and have fun with our family and enjoy all of these moments because next summer she might have a boyfriend or she might have something else going on where she doesn't want to be with us as much. Right. And the roles are reversed and, and we'll just, we'll never get these moments back. Yeah. And so that was our payback this summer was just the amount of quality memories we made with our family. And it and was planned and set up properly to the point where your business planned. continued to grow, even though you were gone. Dylan, this we grew so 10% cool. yeah. that quarter. <laughs> and, um, and, and until right now, most of the people on my team probably had no idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but those are the paybacks that we work so hard for. Right. And that they can, they can work for, to do the exact same thing and, 
you're an awesome example of that. It's, it's really, really cool. It, it's a beautiful life and it's worth the heartache, but, but it didn't come without struggle and it didn't come without investment and it didn't come without tears yeah. and, um, frustrations and phone calls to Justin Ellingson's just cursing and needing to vent and then being like, <laughs> okay, I got this, <laughs> you know, I'll call you later. Um, and so that's the beautiful part about payback. But you know, what's funny is, you know, we, we know that it never lasts forever, mm. right? Nothing ever lasts forever. And that's the hardest part is people come out of payback and they just think it's going to be great forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> and eventually what happens is it gets frustrating again. It gets frustrating again. Life never always stays easy. With growth comes frustrations. Bigger bigger problems typically follow, right? Um, again, I love these parenting analogies, but I compare it to, you know, as your kids get older, right? Bigger kids, bigger problems. Um, and if you're listening to this right now and you've got little kids at home and you're in the toddler phase or the newborn phase, like that is such an amazing, timeless phase. Um, but it just like the sleepless nights and the, the feisty eating and whatever, um, they're crying and they can't verbalize why, right? It's frustrating in that moment, right? But it's nothing compared to what you'll go through as puberty and teenage and driving and relationships start entering right down the road. And so we just know that, you know, bigger people, bigger problems, more success, more problems, right? And so you just have to be prepared for that yeah. because it's, it's where you get to choose to skill up again. Yeah. And if you've gotten to that point, chances are you've developed the skills that are necessary yes. in order to deal with those things yes. that are coming up. Even though they are more problems and they are bigger problems, you know, you are way more equipped to deal with them. Absolutely. And you know that it's worth it. Right. You know it's worth it because you've seen it, right? You've experienced payback. You've felt that feeling where you're like, okay, I've done this before. Mm -hmm. I can do it again. Um, but here's the deal, you know, like everything, sometimes you don't want to do it again. Right. And we get this, this grass is greener syndrome, <laughs> right? If you're listening to this podcast and, and you've uh, never, ever thought about another career or another company, um, good for you, but know that at some point you might, no matter how much you love this career here, people always get the grass is greener. Well, maybe, well, hmm seems like their life's easy. Like they've got just as much flexibility, right? Um, do I really want to do this again? Do I really want to rebuild? Do I really want to skill up again? Do I really want to go to the next level? That career looks sexier, <laughs> right? Maybe it's time to start over. Right. Just know if you choose that route, you'll be hitting another brick wall, right? right? It's, the thing about the brick wall is it's circular. Yeah. It, you're always, if you go back to square one with another company, you're gonna hit a brick wall. Right. There are things you don't know that you don't know. <laughs> right. And when you realize you don't know them, <laughs> yeah. right, they, uh, they get hard. For sure. And you have to do it all over again. Yeah, the grass is yellow everywhere. It's just green where you water it. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and here's kind of where you start entering that next brick wall, where you have to skill up in new ways, some people research other companies. Some people feel like they've lost their belly fire. Do I really love what I do anymore? Am I burnt out? Um, and, and it's deeper, right? We have to take a deeper look into ourselves. Um, we kind of sometimes have to spend some time with ourselves. I always tell people, if you're at this point, evaluate who you're spending time with because what got you through the first brick wall won't get you through the second brick wall. Yeah. And, you know, John Maxwell will tell you, you are the average of the five people you hang out with. 
And if you're hanging out with people that are negative or aren't producing at the level they need to produce at, you need to reevaluate that, right? You need to decide where you're spending your time and who you're spending your time with. Uh, Because once again, you're going to make a decision. And you know, the next brick wall, you know, again, in, in marriage, I compare that to sometimes we, 20 years in, we hear people get divorced, right? 20 years after a marriage. And sometimes it's after the kids leave home. Or sometimes it's after things that they've been trying to overcome for many, many years can't be resolved. But ultimately, it's, it's things that they've decided for whatever reason, they can't continue. They can't get through that next brick wall. And again, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It requires a whole new set of tools, though. And, and for a lot of people, that's what's so fun about this business. That's why we talk to the veterans who've been in this business for, you know, eight, 10, 15 years and the words that come out of their mouth and the knowledge and the depth of information they have on a huge platform, not even just in this business, but across the board is so insightful and almost spiritual, right? And it's because they've spent so much time learning and growing and making mistakes and correcting mistakes and doing it right and reading and learning. And there's just so much wisdom that comes with that. And that's where the legacy of this career really starts to take fold. Right. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, again, it's the, we're either growing or plateauing in our business, you know, and ultimately plateauing is a decline. It's a decline. And we just have to choose to constantly continue getting 1% better every day. Cause it's always going to be in front of us, no matter what you do. And, and it's the same in anything, marriage, parenting, right? I'm a much better parent than I was when I started. Right. Uh, and I think anybody out there <laughs> listening to this, who's been through that cycle will agree. Right. Right. Um, I'm a much better wife than I was when we first got married. I hope. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's because we have put in so much work yeah. to get there. I think it's important to point out that people are probably going to have times where they think they have thoughts or they have feelings that they are in a plateau. But as long as they are actually focused on getting 1% better every day, and as long as they are fo- are actually not plateauing in effort, um, then eventually that, you know, that continues to, to, go, to go up. But the plateau when it comes to effort or actually trying to get better, if that effort gets there, that's what it, you know, Amber's talking about where we start to actually decline. Absolutely. And it's really important that when you're here and you're aware of this, because, you know, awareness is it's knowing, right? It half the time, the key isn't the fact that people need to skill up. It's that they need to acknowledge the fact they need to skill up, right? right? It's acknowledging the fact they're in a brick wall and being willing to celebrate it, but make sure you're talking about this with people who can actually help pull you through it. You know, when I talk about who you're spending time with, don't find the people who are going to climb in that hole with you. Don't find the people who are going to be like, yeah, gosh, I mean, I'm with you, man. It's just so hard to be a consistent schedule. And some days I just don't feel like it or gosh, kids and spouses. And you know, we all have excuses, guys. I'm sorry. Some of the most successful people in this business are juggling a lot of plates successfully. So take your excuses and put them in your pocket, but don't find somebody who's going to, you know, understand and encourage your excuses. Find somebody who's going to hold you accountable and be like, look, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah, I understand. Maybe you need to evaluate your schedule because there is a way to have it all and there yeah. is a way to do it all. And you, it starts with finding the people who are 
not the people who are enabling you. Yeah, and a lot of people think the people that will commiserate with them are the people that care about them the most. When in reality, the ones that they're going to have a little bit of friction with the people that care about them the most because they're going to be just very, very blunt and real with them. Sometimes we just need to hear what we don't want to hear yeah. from the people we love and the right. people who love us the most. And yeah. it's not always pretty and it's not always what we want to hear, but for goodness sake, you know, don't find the people who are, you know, misery loves company. Yeah, it does. You know, and, and the first step to, to growth is just realizing like, get out of it, get out of it. Find somebody who's going to tell you the hard truth, somebody who cares, somebody who loves you, somebody who wants to see you be the best version of yourself and say, Hey man, I'm at a brick wall. I'm struggling right now. And I need some accountability. I need somebody who isn't going to let me get away with these excuses. I need somebody who isn't going to say, well, it's okay. The kids are only young once, right? When you haven't earned that right. I'm sorry. You have to earn that. Yeah. Took you, you've been here for four years, right? Three and a half years. Three and a half years to get to the point where she was in three and a half years of seeing a lot of success and putting in a heck of a lot of work yes. to get to the point where it was okay to remove herself from the business because she knew that it was gonna, she had leadership in place to make sure that everything was going to be solid with, with or without her. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is a way to balance this career. There is a way to get around your excuses. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter what your territory is. It doesn't matter how many kids you have at home or what your spouse does for a living. All of those things are factors, but they're also reasons why we can either choose to or choose not. Yeah. Right. And Most it's, of the time you got to make the hard choice. It is. It's yeah. a hard choice and it comes with sacrifice for sure. It, anything worth having requires sacrifice and we can all come up with excuses and reasons why things aren't going to work and things are harder for me and things don't work this way for me or I don't have this or I don't have that. But the truth is like you're in charge of it. You make the decision, you make the sacrifice. I promise you it's worth it. Breaking through that brick wall, hitting that payback, making those memories, building that life, whatever your dream and your goal is, it's worth it. It's so worth it. But it comes with skilling up and sacrificing. Yeah, and even I mean, even the most successful people, they they all still it's they're they're tempted at times to fall into making the easy choice. The the thing that separates them is more often than not they choose the thing that they don't necessarily want to do in the moment for the thing that they actually want in the long haul. Mm-hmm. Right. The common denominator of success is successful people form the habit of doing the things that unsuccessful people simply don't like to do. Right. Doesn't mean they like it. Just means that they do it. Yes. And they like the rewards. Absolutely. And you know, what's funny is when you start doing things you don't like to do and they become a habit, you don't mind them as much. Right. You don't mind them as much. Yeah. You know, they become a little bit easier. Um, And then guess what? You pick up something else that you really don't like to do, but you know, it's important. It's good. Like working out like the first few days if you're, if you've never worked out before the first few days you're working out, it kind of sucks. But after a month, it's, it's hard not to go. Food habits, food habits, you know, this summer, part of going part-time was we ate a lot of, you know, we ate culturally, we ate where we traveled, we ate a lot of bar food, we ate a lot of (laughs) things on the boat, you know, I mean, when you're out and about all the time, you're kind of at the mercy of what's around you. And then it was like going back to the, oh, you know, in the first few days of like no sugar and eating healthier, it's like, oh, my body hates me right now. (laughs) But then all of a sudden it starts feeling good again. It's like, okay, (laughs) this is where I'm supposed to be, right? (laughs) This is good. <laughs> it's just, it's the first few days of any shift. Any hard decision, yeah. Any hard decision, absolutely, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, and and, and that's kind of what it is. It's it's any hard decision 
it's the first few days. So if, if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, this makes sense. I've, I've picked up something that I need to do. I, I need this shift. It just starts by reaching out. It just starts by reaching out and saying, Hey, I'm in a brick wall. I'm struggling. Some people know where they're struggling at. Other people don't. It's just so many things aren't working. And that's why we reach out to the people who are better than us. Reach out to your leader and say, Hey, I'm struggling and I'm ready. I'm struggling and I'm ready to get better. I'm ready to invest. And if you're married and you've got a family and you've got somebody else besides yourself involved in this decision, you need to have a conversation with that person too. Because I will say one thing, if you're in a brick wall in your personal life, you will automatically be in a brick wall in your business. You got to work through it. They're there. They're they are one and the same. Yeah. So you cannot just decide to go from 30 hours a week to 50 hours a week <laughs> without talking <laughs> to the person who you do life with. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's not an hour increase. Maybe you need to start hitting up a few train wars. Maybe you need to start scheduling some time to work with your team in there. And that means in the short term, you're going to take a sacrifice on income, right? Um, who knows what that looks like? But no matter what, you need the buy-in from the person you do life with. You need a hard conversation and a commitment from them because you know we're many of us are part of a bigger team not just professionally but personally okay um but it just comes with recognizing the fact that hey it's time i've sat in this brick wall long enough you know i've built myself a nice little brick house <laughs> right and now i'm ready to move through it and you go to the people that are going to help you move through it and not jump in there with you yeah and 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 that's where the fun happens. And I want to hear so many success stories and results from this, from people. I tell people all the time, tell me your payback, share it. Yeah. I want to see you cry. I want to hear the details. Like it's so rewarding and amazing. And, and everybody has the choice. Everybody has the opportunity. They just need to say, I'm ready. If you came in mining for gold today, then you found a lot of it. You are leaving a very wealthy man or woman, so congratulations. Oh, man, that was good. (laughs) So remember to spend time in the brick wall so that you can build a foundation that you can build something you're proud of from. Persist through the challenges because the payback is worth it. If you are in a brick wall in your personal life, you are in a brick wall in your business, so be honest with yourself so that you can accept your situation and move forward like we discussed in the episode, Attitude, Mindset, and Belief. Sacrifice the things that you want in the moment to build the life that you want in the long run. Be willing to work hard enough to put yourself in a position to have full autonomy and freedom. It's something that can only be earned. Not to struggle is the biggest struggle, so struggle intentionally by choosing the struggle that moves you forward. Struggle passionately and eloquently to avoid the struggle that results from laziness. Get up, show up, and we'll see you at the top. Initiating launch sequence. This has been an Elevated Podcast production. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out our Instagram page at Elevated Financial 
Like, share, and let us know what you want to hear more of.